0: It's the Geeky Waffle Podcast. Today, in honor of Uncharted coming to theaters, I think soon, we're talking about good video game adaptations. And yes, we could talk about the bad ones like Super Mario Brothers from the 90s, which still makes me cringe. But no, we're going to go on the good side today. I'm Candace, and with me is my co-host, Brie. Hello. And Arzu. Hello. Okay. So who wants to go first and discuss, like, what their favorite is and why you think it makes a good adaptation? Brie, as our resident videos game waffle. Not your favorite, but just, like, one of the ones that you enjoyed.
1: Okay, so I know people give kind of a lot of flack uh, to the early Tomb Raider movies. However, I think they were fun. I I thought they were a great representation of kind of what the Laura Croft video games kind of represented. Like, I didn't need anything more than what they gave me, right? It's action packed. You have Angelina Jolie, who's funny, smart, sexy in this, right? She's everything Laura Croft is, really, from video game to the screen.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they were a little tongue in cheek and like, yeah, but that video what games itself to were- be were a bit kitschy and you know, kind of like retro in a way, even. Yeah. Or were they not retro, were they just of the time?
2: <laughs> they were of the time. But like it was it was really good. The movies felt almost a little retro, like these kind of pulpy, yes, older pulpy. adventure stories, which I really appreciated. Like I really like the old Lara Croft stuff.
1: Right, and, and I thought they were a good representation of what Laura Croft was at the time. Now I haven't seen the new one with Alicia Vikander. Thank you. Uh, but I heard they're more like a grittier take on Tomb Raider. But I think that also helps that the video games have evolved. And if you watch the trailers for the new like Laura Croft video games, they are a little grittier but yeah it's I think, reflecting yeah it okay. is more reflecting on the time so I feel like you really can't compare the two together you know they both still have that same tongue-in-cheek Laura Croft but they're just kind of built differently you know they one is definitely more like kind of out there with the graphics and everything but I don't know there's something so I guess nostalgic about it that just makes me fall in love with you know the first one and the sequel, Annihilation, was so good. I don't know if either of you saw the sequel.
0: I think Lara I did, Croft? but yeah. they kind of blur together. Yeah, there's two Laura Croft movies with the Angel Angelina Jolie. Jolie ones.
1: Yes, yeah. there's two. Oh, yeah,
0: okay.
2: I so saw. For some reason, I thought Alicia Vikander got a sequel, and I was like, "What?" Okay, no, okay.
1: <laughs> and that one was really good for a sequel. I, so I the really one with Gerard Butler. or seen the first one? Uh, no, the first one was Daniel Craig. What was it actually? <laughs> Yeah, so am wait, I crazy? All I remember I, is I think Angelina. so. That that was Daniel Craig in it.
0: Wait, wait one second. 2001. Yeah, the 2001 movie has Daniel Craig. Yeah, and the sequel was The Cradle oh, of Life.
1: With Butler. Jar- and that yes. had
0: Gerald but- Butler
1: in it. you know okay. when I was thinking of Annihilation, I was thinking Mortal Kombat, which is another one of my favorites. But I digress. It is Cradle of Life, and that one was I mean it's still great.
0: Why do you like the Mortal Kombat movies?
1: Okay. I I'm one of those people who has the original like Mortal Kombat on DVD. Like I found it in a Walmart bin for like five bucks. I I there's something so kitschy about them, but I love the old Mortal Kombat movies as well. But Annihilation came out in let me get my notes here. I'm so sorry. All right, in 1997 so it's a it's a sequel to it and i i love this one i mean because it has like jade sandel reptile in it uh you know (laughs) all these characters do you guys know mortal kombat all vaguely
0: i i played it a lot but i didn't understand what i was doing i just pressed all the buttons and hope for the best
1: that's what i do i don't learn the special moves like i'm i'm I don't know like if they happen they happen but I never understood how he did like this sub-zero thing where like thing came out and he like pulled the guy and it's like ah. I never knew how to do that but sometimes huh
0: no then the like oh, the, yeah, the person I... on the the vo would say something cool and you'd be like oh I did something and you're like right. I don't know how I did that oh if yeah I never I
2: wound up doing a special move in any fighting game it was entirely by accident yes right. it was just yeah. mashing the buttons
1: yeah I do love when he came out and he was like toasty. That was my favorite part. Not in the movie, in the video game. Okay, I was like, <laughs> what? Oh my gosh! Sorry, yeah. but they're, they're they're just fun movies. I I mean, I feel like there's there hasn't been like too many like horror video game movie adaptations. I mean, like I never watched like Doom, but I heard that one was pretty bad. But I never watched it.
0: Isn't there so. like a Silent Hill movie and?
1: There's a oh, few, aren't yeah. there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, but Silent and Hill Resident is so Evil? good, though. Uh, Resident Evil, I will say this. like, I like the Resident Evil movies, but they are nothing like the video games. Okay. okay. Nothing Fair. at all. So are they true as a true adaptation? I don't think you can really count Resident Evil as good representations of the video games because they really have nothing to do with them. The story is completely different.
0: And Brie, what you were saying before was like about the Mortal Kombat movies is that they're fun. And I feel yeah. like, like okay, we're going to compare things to the Super Mario Brother movie. Yes, I'm bringing it up again. But like if you read about like Hopkins, Bob Hopkins who played Mario in his biography he like trashes like the directors, the writers everything and says like the worst experience of his life. And it really comes across on screen that nobody was having fun making it. And above all, I think like, especially when they're these kitschy, um, pulpy games, there needs to be some fun and joy to it.
1: Right. I think so because you have fun when you play the game. It's kind of like, uh, you know, rom-coms in the way that distinction of disbelief, right. That this is happening. It, I think it can fall sometimes under even like a fantasy category depending on the video game. Now I know they made a Far Cry movie. I've I've only really played Far Cry 5 um myself. Um and I know Far Cry 6 came out and so I don't really know much about the movie, but from what I've been told about the movie is that it just they tried to make it i don't think the story was as good you know as they tried to do like the writing of it so i don't think it was like as great but some of these more like story driven video games i do think have a good opportunity to make kind of like a grittier version of itself and like far cry 5 is about like cults and stuff like that could be so good as even like an hbo miniseries you know what i mean but i feel like it takes the right directors the right writers to really come in and help oversee it
0: oh speaking of which um one of our Zeus is the witcher and yeah. that's a very yeah. story-based game it has lore it has world building why do I, you think it works so well w-
2: my question about the witcher and i can't remember this off the top of my head was it yeah. books first or games first uh books and then uh the game so maybe that's why yeah because it had the- this right story is built in
1: well some of the video mm-hmm. games can can have their own lore if you look at something like uh league of legends has a whole lore built to it and they have such great animated shorts for their own lore like It's incredible the details they go into and we kind of see that with the animated show Arcane. If you guys watch that on Netflix.
2: I wanted to start it yesterday but I just got my booster and I'm like I don't, my brain can't process information right
1: now. Honestly, Arzu, I think you'll really really like it. So after you watch it, let's talk. Same with Witcher okay. because I love the Witcher <laughs> as well. Um, Henry Cavill When I grow up and stop needing
2: to take a couple days to breathe after each episode because Henry Cavill, good lord.
1: Right? Oh, And I know a lot of people, it depends on who you talk to. I think mainly men who play the Witcher don't really like the actress who plays... I'm sorry. She's one of my favorite characters. Huh? Yennefer? Yennefer. Yennefer. Because she doesn't look exactly like the video game character but i never really played the video game uh the witcher i've seen people play it um she's
2: a real lady she's not made of pixels
1: exactly she's not and i think she's stunning for one and as an actress oh my god i am blown away by her every time she's on screen every time and yasker oh i love him i love this whole cast i just love the i just love the show it's so good. Speaking of shows, this is a
2: wild tonal difference from The Witcher. And I know we've been talking about stuff made for grown-ups, generally played by grown-ups. This is what I want to ask the two of you. Is Have either of you ever seen the TV show Donkey Kong Country? They made it- a TV show? Okay. In the 90s, <laughs> there was an animated Donkey Kong series. And I know it aired all the time here. And we used to watch it all the time. But it's not just that it's like donkey kong and friends in an animated environment having adventures it was a musical <laughs> oh my god they were are, every every episode are you kidding me least, they had one or two songs i just i don't remember any of the lyrics i just <laughs> remember at one point donkey kong singing this overwrought love ballad for like the lady monkey that he was in love with
1: what well it's and, kind of on brand because i used to play those games
2: it, and it totally fit perfectly it's just the idea of like did you know they made an animated donkey kong musical tv series and people are like what <laughs> i didn't know this
1: i need to see it now
2: i honestly love the sonic the hedgehog um
0: tv show growing up in the 90s
1: oh i, I think you're into sonic the movie.
0: Underground.
2: that one i remember
0: oh the movies i think the movie's adorable i think it's silly yes it's not like you know the greatest thing in the world but it's fun Again, it's fun. It has Jim Carrey being like letting him do his Jim Carrey, but still being like outrageous because like the whole premise is outrageous. If you think about it, like this little blue hedgehog can talk and run really fast and he comes into our world and he's talking about rings and stuff. And I think it helps that like the voice actor of Sonic is so great. He is Bryn Schwartz, who John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. (laughs)
1: For those don't be suspicious. Don't be, don't be suspicious.
0: suspicious.
1: I thought, yeah, it, it was a fun movie. Like there's again not much you could really ask for because they made that change uh to the CGI Sonic.
0: The original S- Sonic was terrifying.
1: Yes, a hundred. He had those
0: teeth, and Ugh. I understand trying to go for realism. And I appreciate the studio was like, oh no. <laughs> I just wonder what their focus group said
1: beforehand. <laughs> They're like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Until you really saw it on the big screen and they are like, everything is not fine. No, it's not. I'm going to say, but kind of loop it back to Mortal Kombat. I understand maybe casting choices weren't like great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in those Mortal Kombat, I don't think they reflected the characters well, but I will say like just the writing and overall like fun of the movie that's what i enjoy One,
0: right, so what i consider to be at least my favorite video game adaptation movie of all time is detective pikachu and i am shocked y'all i am shocked i've seen this movie like 5 times i love it I and i mean it. i okay so detective pikachu is actually a video game it's not just like they took pikachu mm-hmm. so it's a it's a lesser known video game that came out a couple of years ago and I feel like this was a smart option to do because like instead of like using Ash from like the TV series and some of the video games and everything like that, this very popular character, well known, they kind of did like the side of the universe. Also, I feel like if you did like the battles and arena stuff, you would be like dog fighting because like <laughs> the Pokemon like fighting. Oh, uh, Okay and that's a whole other thing. I have a lot of feelings. I can tell. But I feel like that they kind of like not enclosed the story, but they took part of this world cuz you're in one city the entire time and it has its own world and its own like the pokemon are part of the world and every human has their own pokemon like their little like kind of like a familiar in a sense. And there's like a mystery to be solved, and you get to see like other Pokemon and just seeing how they interact with the world. And then, of course, you got the Pokemon who is voiced by Ryan Reynolds, who is, of course, hilarious. And Pikachu. Pika. Pikachu. But he's like a little caffeine addicted little creature who is adorable and fuzzy. And they did the like, this is what Sonic should have done originally with their CGI, with making it look like not
2: realistic but cartoony because I
0: feel like the CGI is so well the design is so well done with this
2: yeah I I haven't I haven't seen it but from what I've seen of it then yeah it's like very immersive it goes very nicely
0: the world feels very immersive like just like you look in the side and you see like oh Pokemon over there Charizard is helping people cross the street or something like that you know (laughs) it's it's cute and fun and you know has kind of like that that pulpy detective feel to it Mm -hmm. and the colors are bright and pretty and everything and i feel like it all comes together and it feels real as real as a pokemon world can be (laughs) okay i'm done with my detective pikachu no i love
1: it i think my favorite adaptation is highland hill from 2006 i don't have you either of you seen it no,
0: it's a horror thing, Brie.
1: It is a horror thing. I know that's why <laughs> i was being cautious and asking, but it's actually pretty scary. Um,
2: Which is why, why I haven't seen, seen it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I really like it. Um, and again, I don't know. You probably both haven't played Silent Hill, but it's it's a freaky, freaky horror game. Uh, probably the freakiest one, and the best known counterpart of silent hill is pyramid head uh, oh i know who that is yeah do, have you seen like <laughs> dead by daylight or anything that video game no it has pyramid head in it <laughs> but <laughs> i'm like i know tree. i should stop i know these answers but i know that's <laughs> what guys, are you saying like,
2: yeah i've seen that scary horror thing you're not gonna know what to do with yourself
1: <laughs> i'm you know. not i'm gonna probably my head will explode were you was shocked
0: that i saw crimson pink, pink. i want to watch crimson pink I but think- I only saw it because Tom Hiddleston Yeah, That's also- I want to
1: see it. Well, it's also yeah. not like a crazy horror story. Yeah, it's not. So. It's
0: more like psychological horror. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, okay, go on. Silent They're Hill.
1: Still- yeah, Silent Hill. So Pyramid had um he literally like you see him ripping the skin suit off of live bodies and like Oh. oh yeah, it's uh. it's not for the faint of heart. I will never ever suggest you guys to play this game no. or to watch this movie no Um I think they could do a remake of Silent Hill I think now is kind of the time to do it in my opinion but I will say like still the 2006 one is really I think it, it's eerie it you know the special effects <laughs> Are the only kind of downside. But it was in 2006. You know what I mean? And it probably didn't have a big budget. No. They weren't working with a crazy budget. So the effects weren't that great at the time. But it was more so how they presented the characters. Like that were just really terrifying you know so i think they had a good script i think there was a good concept behind it again i'm still not big as you guys know on cgi so for me a remake of this with more like practical effects more makeup like i really think you could make something an adaptation of this movie even like scarier and better you know
0: okay so it actually had a budget of 50 million so in
1: 2006
0: yeah
1: which they didn't have any real big uh,
0: stars i mean they had sean bean in it but
1: yeah but 50 million though like for i don't know i i'm not really good on how to budget for special effects you know what i mean i don't know it, it but I think too, like in the the two thousands, some of the effects weren't great, even if they had a decent budget. I I keep going back to this movie called like uh Boogeyman, which starred the guy from Seventh Heaven, Barry Watson. And the end the CGI was tragic. Well, that probably didn't have a big budget if it only had Barry Watson. Yeah. <laughs> probably not, but I I still think they didn't know how to, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if like anyone really knew how to do really good special effects. That wasn't like in like, you know. Wait, wait hundred... one second.
0: Let's see here. Movies in 2006. We had, okay. You want to talk about good CGI? Yeah. Let's talk about Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest with Davy Jones. Okay. And the tentacles. Mm-hmm. He was amazing. But, mu-
1: but what was that budget like?
0: Well, that was a little bit more. Um, we have Superman Returns, which was so-so, I feel like. Um, 300. Um, 300 wasn't bad. X-Men The Last Stand, which wasn't a great movie, but I feel like the CGI was okay. Yeah. Um, Pan's Labyrinth.
1: That which has I feel CGI was more practical. Yeah, I feel like a lot yeah, more practical, practical. Which is why it works so well. And again, another example of why I think practical effects are the way to go for every movie. But what about... I...
0: Uh, Night in the Museum has CGI in it, which I feel like was good. Uh, we have a Garfield sequel that also came out in 2006. <laughs> but who, who even watched that movie? Apparently no one because there was not a third Garfield
1: movie. <laughs> i don't know i still think it needed improvement on that front but it's it's a good scary movie silent hill okay and the music oh what i noticed on a lot
0: of people's list when i was looking like oh the best adaptations yes detective pikachu was on a lot of them i would like to say Um, was also Werewolves Within, which uh, came out recently. And it was a 2016 VR game. And it was based loosely on this game. It's a movie that's like, it's kind of like a clue, but like you're trying to guess who a werewolf is. It's on like um, Film School Rejects, number one. It's number eight on Games Radar of like the best video game movies of all time. Huh. And it's supposed to be very funny and it seems like it has a, hilarious cast so i think that probably
2: helps it
0: but yeah brie go watch it since it's horror
1: yeah i will <laughs> and our and i can't <laughs> no just report back yeah report back i will i'll get i'll get mac and i to watch it <laughs> <laughs> we want to
0: know what is your favorite video game adaptation is it a tv show a movie it could be anything you can find us at thegeekywaffle.com. Geeky underscore waffle on Twitter. The Geeky Waffle everywhere else. You can find me at Candace geek, Arzi, where can people find you online?
2: You can find me at Arzu Amin and writing at thegeekywaffle.com. Okay, and Brie, where can
1: people find you? Well, you can uh, find me on our Spotify at the geeky waffle, <laughs> And you can find me on Twitter at Brie Osmude. I'm pretty
0: sure if they're listening to this, they already know how to find the podcast, Brie. I know, but still. Okay just in case that's, a, that's yeah, where just in case. Find me i don't know if you're randomly listening to this with someone else and they're like the ones who have it and you want to listen to it on your own we're
2: on all your podcast
0: apps yeah <laughs> but we also have a bunch of other shows that you can also listen to including straight out of home video space uh, waffles yes uh killer waffles starbucks lovers oh what the hair a new podcast a tangled podcast has come out recently so yeah, we we can be in your ear holes. We can all also the time now. you can also find us on Twitch. Yeah, Bree's going to Twitch some more, right? Yeah, I am. Okay. Well, we hope you all stay geeky.